0: Welcome back to the Conquering Workflows and Systems for Bookkeepers and Accountants podcast with your host here, Alyssa Lang. I am so excited because today I actually dive in with one of my absolute best friends, and we're going to be talking about a project management system, our favorite one. So we're going to dive into why we love the project management system that we do, some tips and tricks. We're going to talk about how to utilize that description box inside of any of your project management systems, and also why we believe that no matter what stage you're at, you should always have some sort of a system in place to be really tracking your tasks and making sure that you're staying on top of those projects and all of your client work. So stay tuned and also at the very end I'm going to be dropping a great way for you to find out how to get a free lovely challenge that I actually host a couple times every single year for almost two years now where I break out all the fun things about how to identify your tasks, how to document them, get them into a project management system no matter what system you use. So stay tuned and I hope you enjoy this episode. Do you ever feel like if you had actionable systems in place that it can actually take your practice to the next level? Can you imagine the freedom you'd gain from finally getting everything out of your head and into a system that can help you move things on autopilot? Do you ever feel like you want to hire help for your practice, but you just don't know where to start? Trust me, I get it. And you're not alone, but it doesn't have to be this way. You're kick-ass at doing the bookkeeping and accounting work. There's no doubt about that, but you struggle to maintain the systems and operations of your business. Am I right? But don't worry. That's where I come in, the workflow queen. I'm going to guide you on how to implement tech, systems, and automation in your practice so you can scale bigger, hire better, and break through to the next level. I can't wait to support you here on the Conquering Workflows and Systems for Bookkeepers and Accountants podcast with your host, Alyssa Lang. Everyone and welcome to yet another episode of the Conquering Workflows and Systems for Bookkeepers and Accountants podcast. I am so excited to be here once again with the lovely Brooke Swan. I'm sure if you've been binging all the other prior episodes, you're gonna be you know exactly who she is. You know that she's one of my bestest friends. She's also one of our coaches over at Breakthrough for Bookkeepers and Accountants, one of my signature programs. And I'm just so thrilled for you to be here again. And I'm sure a lot of people have already heard your backstory, but in a quick two minutes backstory. Let me know about who you are for those who haven't heard any of the prior episodes. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Alyssa.
1: Yeah. So my name is Brooke. I own Clarity Bookkeeping Consulting. We are coming up on celebrating five years. And I started my firm after starting the bookkeeper launch program. And it has just evolved into a crazy beast over the last five years that I Uh, didn't expect it to go on. And yeah, now I get to, (laughs) now we get to help hundreds of clients and other bookkeeping firm owners help improve their businesses.
0: Yeah. I love it. Sweet, short, sweet, and right to the point. So I actually, me and Brooke were just recently on a, a co-working call together. Every once in a while, we just hop on calls together. We just chat about random things or work on things together. And I was like, Hey Brooke, I really have to record an episode today. We should talk about project management because I think a lot of people just are so new to it or don't understand it, or there's so many options out there. And for anyone listening, we are both really big fans of Asana. And I think that's actually how we came across each other. You reached, didn't you reach out to me about Asana and that's how it all kind of like happened?
1: I don't know. So, okay. I thought that was it. Cause that was, I remember that's what you said. I was like, Oh, I yeah. must've just messaged her one day, hoping she would help me with Asana. Cause I would always see her name and the kickoff with the sauna program
0: yeah
1: but I dug into our history remember I sent you the screenshot oh, that's of-, right. of our messages <laughs> yeah and you reached out to me that's <laughs> right because wanted- we lived close to each other so I think you wanted to grab coffee because we- you saw that we were in the same proximity yeah. but either way I know we talked a lot about like asana in the beginning I'm sure I, I- yeah i sure. I picked your brain. I still pick your brain.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was like in 2019. That was before workflow queen. I remember I forgot that you did just recently send those to me where it was like, like, Hey Brooke, it looks like we are both in the same area. We should meet up. Cause we, at that time we were about 35 minutes apart, I think something like that. And then we yeah. never even met for like what two was years some... later in Vegas. Yeah. Was it BKX? Was that what yeah, it, was it was? BKX the first time we ever like saw each other. but didn't feel like that.
1: No. How funny. Yeah. I know I was listening to your and Serena's podcast when you yeah. guys were talking about how you met. And I was like, Exclusive. I was like, dude, I have, I was like, I have to know. I was like, how did, we, how did this happen? How did, how did we come together? <laughs> so anyways, How but, did this
0: bond form? Well, yeah. it was coffee clearly and a sauna, which are probably two of our favorite things anyways. So I oh, mean, yeah. what better combination could we make here? So yeah, we were on a call earlier today and we were talking about what we wanted to talk about. And it's really just a project management system. And regardless, just for anybody listening, Don't kind of shut down this episode just because I'm going to talk about Asana, whether you use Keeper, whether you use Clickup, whatever project management system you use. I think that regardless of the choice that you land on or the ones that you haven't, maybe you haven't even started with one, we're going to talk about the importance of how it's really transformed the way that we've like ran our businesses and what we've done to really utilize it, understand it over the years, and why we haven't chosen other platforms. So that's what we're going to kind of go back and forth on. So I would love to know, Brooke. Have you ever tried any other project management system? I don't think I've ever asked you that question.
1: I don't think you have either. You know, I think I, once upon a time, I think I did dabble like in, in some other project management systems. I've definitely like tried out different things, but, you know, I feel like I've been in Asana, I think since the get-go. So everything has really kind of evolved inside of my Asana. There was a minute where I was using carbon, I think it was, but I wasn't oh, really yeah. using it to its full Um project management like to the full extent of what it could do I was just using it in conjunction with my Asana and then I think at one point too I had looked into ClickUp because I think I was just looking for certain features that I don't know I was curious if they existed I think I'd heard they were in, in ClickUp but it wasn't for me it wasn't as intuitive to kind of figure out as Asana is even though they kind of look similar right I don't know if they still do this was like years ago but no I for the most part I've really just been in Asana.
0: Yeah, I think I tried. I've tried Jetpack Workflow, ClickUp, Asana. I actually went back to Asana three different times before I finally landed on it.
1: Really crazy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Most people are like, "What? How did you like take that many times?" I think because something about it was drawing it toward to, like me to Asana, but also the way you were feeling about how you went to ClickUp to try to see like maybe they have something that I really need. I think mm-hmm. I kind of felt the same because I felt like I didn't. Ultimately, what happened was I just didn't realize how much I just didn't know a software anyways, no matter what I was going to choose that, like, I could just spend all my days and all my time, just constantly trying to learn the whole thing where it's like, just pick a software, just pick something like ultimately people do not use a pen and paper. Don't get me wrong. I definitely still am a notebook person. Like I know that you're a notebook person too. You're just like me where sometimes when our thoughts comes up or things kind of pass through, or we need to like write a quick little task down, like we will, but we'll always put it into a system later. Yeah, Yeah, I've totally got to do it.
1: Oh, so sorry. (laughs) Oh, go for it. Go for it. (laughs) No, I would say I totally took your idea too about your notebook. One of the times I think you would come over here. I saw that you like x out things. And so look, look, can you see now I started like xing out so I know when I'm done with my That's my my favorite thing. And when I put them into like in a sauna or wherever I need to put
0: them. Yeah, yeah, guys. If you want to know what she's talking about, so usually what I'll do is on a piece of paper. If I ever write ideas, because they flow out of me like lava at this point, like it's just constant. I can't even keep up with my own ideas. Sometimes I'll write them on this little piece of paper, and so at the end of the day, or at least at the end of the week, I have a task in my asana that tells me to make sure anything that's in my notebook that's important, because there's some things are scribbled that are just irrelevant. What I'll do is I'll transfer them into some sort of a system, whether that's Asana. We also combine Asana with Notion, which we can get into in just a second, because I get that question all the time. I will typically, once I'm done taking all the information from my page, from my notebook, I'll make one massive X. So that way I know I like transferred all the information. So I'm so happy you stole that.
1: (laughs) Oh, I totally did. When I saw your notebooks, I was like, what is this? And because you (laughs) always do that, right? Like when you take, when you like keep like physical notes, because I'm notorious for like I used to keep like a little half sheet of paper and I would just like kind of scribble and half of it would be like random calculations, but other parts of it would be like notes I needed or like a little checkbox with like something to do. And so I'd always find myself being like, wow, I have all these notes, like, Am I supposed to do anything with this? Like, did I do something with this? Like, does this need to live somewhere else? So now that I I just love it, it helps me. I'm like, okay, nope, I'm good.
0: (laughs) And then that way, when you switch to the next page, you're like, oh, I don't have to worry about that one. Everything, it's like kind of tells yourself, like, I've gotten everything off of there. Mm -hmm. So going back to like the project management system side, can you tell me what your experience, what would you think the experience as being a business owner would be like now at your stage? Mind you guys, everyone who's listening, Brooke is at a larger stage than most most of you who are maybe at the beginning stages, but maybe some of you might resonate with her where you're also at the growing phase. She does have employees. She's got team members. She's got tons and tons of clients. She's at a way different capacity than maybe most of you. Where would you think that your business would be if you did not? Imagine if you ran your business without a project management system.
1: Oh my God. I feel like I... I imagine it would feel like a chicken with their head caught up, like head cut off, just like running around and everything is on fire. yeah, that's, that's I guess how I would imagine that would feel like. yeah, I don't think it's possible. I really don't. like, yeah. I mean, I feel like it, like I think when you're when you're newer or when the business is smaller, you can probably get away without having a project management system. Yeah. But I say getting away is in like, you could get away and like still, you know, like still keep your head above water and keep things going, yeah. but you're still going to, honestly, it's not going to be a, the best use of your time. You won't be able yeah. to be most efficient without a project management system. Even if it's not into like, I mean, obviously technology can help with saving all the time and, and, yeah. and everything, but it's like, you need something or else people probably don't realize how much time they're wasting. Um. But it's, yeah, but it's extremely essential because there would be absolutely no way to keep track of everything that has to get done every single day. Not even if it's, whether it's just you or you have a team, that's a whole different like can of worms, right?
0: Yeah. And I think that's going to be really important for other people to hear too. Cause I think I get this question a lot for myself, like as the workflow queen, I got a lot of questions about, well, it's just me. Why would I need a project management system? What does it matter? Well, you know what? Like sometimes a lot of people, when you start your business, just like you said at the very beginning, you started this thing and now we're five years later and it's like, you didn't know it was going to turn into what it has and how big it's gotten. Mm. Sometimes if you're setting yourself up from the beginning or as fast as possible, you allow yourself for that growth when you're actually ready for it and putting yourself into some sort of a system will help you get there a little bit faster sometimes. But I think I get this pushback. Well, I don't have a team member. What's the point in assigning these tasks if it's just me? And can you kind of speak on like, even if let's just say you got rid of every one of your team members, which don't do that. We love them all.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I love them. What would you do? You you can't make me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So even if it was just me, I would, well, even when it was just me, I still use this system, but it's, oh gosh, I wouldn't trust relying on just my memory or a pen and paper alone to tell me about all the things that I have to do. Right. Like as a, business owner, especially if we're the ones that say it's just me, right? I'm doing all the client work. Like I need not only do I need something that's going to consistently tell me like what what am what I'm supposed to be doing for this client because what if I something slips through the cracks, right? What if now I have 15 yeah. clients and I forgot that, you know, for this client we do bill to pay on every other Tuesday. Right. So like you you need something that's going to tell you and without you having to think about it. And especially to because that's another portion of it is the thinking right? And I know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, this, and and we talk about this all the time. And it's like, even though it's like these tiny little things, like, oh, it's not that doesn't take that much energy or that much work to like, think about or remember, I have a task. But as like, you get busier, your mental bandwidth gets smaller. So you need to like, automate as much of the like I basically call it like you need to take as much of the think work out of your day as possible mm-hmm. so that you can like use that time and energy to just do the stuff that has to get done. Like you're not as you get busier, you're not going to have time to like sit there and think about the things you need to do. You just need to know what you need to do. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely. One of the big things that I teach a lot of like my students and just people who come into like my world is one of the biggest eye opening things. And what big tip that people are like, whoa, I didn't even think to do that is that exact same thing that you were talking about is eliminating those little tiny things that we do on a daily basis that we're like, oh, it's repetitive. I'll remember Sometimes you just don't, right? So one thing for anybody listening, no matter what project management system you you use, I highly recommend creating what's called a daily task list. And what you do is you create one task and it's literally called daily task list. It's set to repeat Monday through Friday. And so Asana has this capability and that's what I love about Asana. I set it to repeat Monday through Friday. I don't do the weekends because I don't work weekends. And the subtasks, I actually put each of the daily things I need to do as soon as I wake up, right? So for example, check my email check spam. That's one thing I used to always miss like really important emails because sometimes people get flagged as spam, but they're not actually spam. Or you actually like, you know, you actually click the spam button, on someone, mm-hmm. you know? So things like check your voicemail, check in on your sales pipeline. That's a huge one. Like a lot of my students have this massive win when they every day are reminded, go check on the people you need to follow up with every day. It reminds you that what money is sitting out there waiting for you to claim, right? And so little things, as much as you possibly can, it takes that daily thinking. And for me, it's like my favorite thing to do at the start of my day, because it really just gets things done fast and makes me feel good and makes me feel like I have momentum to keep going throughout the day and crank out more tasks in Asana or doing more and more stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, I think I must have got that idea somewhere over the years from you because I have the same thing because, but it's funny though, because you really need like that list and it's such simple things, but I swear that these are the things I'm telling you, like you'll forget, like my thing, I have one that's like check voicemails, check texts, because I am notoriously mm-hmm. awful at like just forgetting that I have them yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, so I, I have that. It tells me every day and I literally go through that list and I'm like, oh, let me check yeah. and see if anyone called me, which.
0: Yeah. But you and I it. think the sales pipeline thing is like one of probably yeah. the thing that falls to the cracks the most with anybody, whether you're a newbie or more, more seasoned. When you become more seasoned, you become bigger. It's really hard to stay on top of like, now, who do I send the proposal to? Who did I do this to? What did I do this? I think that having that and then obviously having a reference point of where that sales pipeline is. For example, we actually teach my students to create a sales pipeline project inside of Asana that allows you to track all that information like easily. I Mm -hmm. mean, there's other ways to do it. We've transitioned recently over to Notion. I know you also have your sales pipeline in Notion, regardless of where you're pushing out that kind of information, as long as you're linking it in your Asana or you're linking it from your project management system so you can easily access things. And speaking of linking, if anybody didn't know, most project management systems have this capability. I don't think I've ever stumbled across one that doesn't. One of the key components of a system is something that one, can have recurring due dates, two, can be assignable, three, that if you need to communicate it and you communicate it inside of it, you totally can. The other piece is making sure that you have the ability to utilize that description box. So inside of most tasks in most project management systems, Inside of it, usually when you open it up or somehow expand it or something, you should have the ability to write stuff out. And we're really over, it's for me, it's prime real estate. It's Mm -hmm. how can we link out SOPs? How can we link out bankofamerica.com? So we don't have to like, you guys, you don't realize how much time you save by just even writing out bankofamerica.com or do this or like whatever it looks like. Right. So how are you utilizing things like that in, in your sauna, like using that prime real estate in your descriptions?
1: Yeah. So this is also like everything else. It's evolved over the last five Mm -hmm. years, but when it was just me and before we were in Notion and I guess, yes, for anyone listening, Notion is not a project management software and it does (laughs) not replace Asana. So we do not, we use it together, Mm -hmm. but one doesn't do what the other one does. So, yeah. but I'll kind of expand on that. So, before all of that, especially when it was just me, and even when I had like a couple, my first couple team members, we really heavily utilized that task description area in the in Asana for to write out the SOP. To add any maybe important notes about that task that you know, someone completing that task would need to know. We also, and I believe you can do this in multiple softwares as well, not just Asana, but I think we also like included like a Loom video inside the task as well that was kind of like attached to that description. Yeah. So yeah, we always use that because, like you said, it's like prime real estate mm-hmm. and it's so easy for the person, whether it's you or whether it's someone else, just to like pop in there and see. You know, here's all the information I need to know about how to do this thing. Now, since we've obviously grown a little bit and we've expanded some of our softwares and all of our processes live in Notion, mm-hmm. now we utilize that space in the task description to link out to the SOP in Notion or any other relevant Information like a spreadsheet. or links. Yeah. yeah. yeah like a, exactly. like if it's a cat,
0: like, you know, create the cash flow projection for one of your clients, like use that prime real estate to link out to that direct spreadsheet instead of having to find it in Google Drive. Like that's a yes. pain. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. I try to link everything. So, yeah, because mm-hmm. I have even like, in so in my firm, right, like I, we have a bunch of KPIs. And yeah. so every week I have like tasks to update these KPIs, for different spreadsheets. And yeah, so we link it because I mean, I'd rather just be able to click it than like have to go, you know, open my Google. Google drive, search for the spreadsheet, click it open. Like, again, yeah. it sounds, I feel like it sounds silly, right? It's like a couple clicks, it's maybe it does. Like five seconds. We have no idea that all those things like seriously add up and they just take, it's, it's, it's the mental
0: bandwidth for me. It is for me. <laughs> I think the more you do it too, and the more you yeah. get used to doing it, it's like, I want my life. I wish there was something that like followed behind me with like floating links or floating like books <laughs> just gave me information, <laughs> like whenever I needed it. I think, yeah, I just, if you're not understanding the system that you're currently using, no matter what you're using, or if you don't even know any of these systems that we're even talking about, I just really encourage anybody, no matter what stage you're at. I've know people who've been running a firm for 20 years and they're still going crazy and they're finally getting into a system. I think just test one out, try one that's free, try to just get some things in there. You have to at least do it for a couple of weeks and see how you feel make sure you're over utilizing. But also the reason I don't use ClickUp is because it's way too much. They try to do way too many things and it distracts you. And every week they're coming out with a new feature. And I honestly think it's information overwhelm. And that's why I love Asana. It's just, just really straightforward, but extremely powerful. And they're really good at exactly what they do.
1: Yeah. I would say the same. I always feel like it surprises people because I've been doing this for a a decent amount of time. And I'm seriously like not tech savvy. Like, I don't know if you know that about me, but I'm really not like, I'm not like someone that can usually just hop into softwares and just figure out all the things I am good with them after I've used them for a while. Mm -hmm. And typically after I like see them in use or, you know what I mean? Like someone shows me like, I, I I'm good with that. If there's that kind of knowledge, but I think that was one of the big reasons I really liked Asana was because it was just so easy to like figure out and Mm -hmm. so easy to like just create a task and (laughs) like you know it didn't take rocket science to to be able to to do that whereas I think when I had played around in other softwares it was a little bit more complicated where I really wasn't sure like did I even like assign it correctly like did I what what day is it due on like you you know (laughs) what I mean like but in Asana it's just very it's just straightforward it's like here's a task Here's yeah. clearly when it's due, and here's who it's assigned to, and yeah, I mean how you know however you want to customize it after that is up to you. But that's probably my favorite thing is it's just like the easiest thing to use, and it takes yeah. it's just so intuitive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know we are going to try to keep this short and sweet because I know you got to go here in just a couple minutes. But for anybody listening, if you really want to learn more about just really in general learning about a project management system, I think you really do have to start with the foundation, which really is how do we actually document our tasks? How do we document the information? Now, how do we set the goals for our company? Now, how do identify these tech stack and then get them into a project management system? Because if you're trying to just jump right in without having really a foundation you might crumble a lot faster than you think. So if you want to learn a little bit more about how you can do all that fun stuff, I do have a lovely challenge that I've been hosting for almost two years now. It's called the five-day free workflows made simple five-day free challenge. And it's for specifically bookkeepers and accountants. And we walk you through five days of creating workflows. You're identifying your tech stack. And I'm actually going to be showing you a behind the scenes of my Asana how I have set it up, some tips and tricks. If you do not use Asana, don't worry. You can honestly use any PM system. We've had plenty of people join this free challenge who have gotten amazing stuff out of it and applied it to other softwares like Keeper, ClickUp, all these other things. So if you want to join that, I'll drop the link below in the lovely show notes. That's going to be from March 31st to March, I'm sorry, March 27th through March 31st. And it's going to be five days and there's going to be live sessions. Go ahead and click the link and it'll give you all the details below. It's going to be so exciting. You can bring all your questions. And if you're overwhelmed with all this information, whether you're new or you're seasoned, it is the place for you to be. So thank you so much, Brooke, for kind of diving in a little bit today about your project management system, like why you love using Asana and all the fun things. And I'm always going to ask you, where can people find you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are so welcome and thanks for having me. And gosh, you know, I feel like you and I, we could talk about project management. Like honestly, nonstop for probably yep. at least like a year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we would run out of things to talk about, no. but yeah. So honestly, if, if you want to find me, I am the best way to find me is in the breakthrough for bookkeepers and accountants program, where I am able to hop on coaching calls and interact with our community Student. every week.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's my favorite. I love those peeps. Anyways, well, thank you so much. And thank you for everybody listening. If you love this episode, like, and subscribe and let us know if you want a little bit more about this. We can expand when we have a little bit more time. Thank you so much, Brooke, for taking the time today. And I appreciate you. You're so welcome. Sweet. Cuckoo. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of our Conquering Workflows and Systems for Bookkeepers and Accountants podcast with your host, Alyssa Lang, the founder and owner of Workflow Queen. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and share this episode with a fellow bookkeeper or an accountant on social media and also tag me on Instagram at Workflow Queen. The more that we work together to get this out in front of other people, the better I can help to serve this industry to create more solid systems and processes. Now go take what you learned from today's episode and apply it into your practice so you can finally give yourself the brain space and freedom that you deserve. I can't wait to see you unfold throughout your journey. And thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode. See you next time.